And we back to Inky Review with our friend Patrick. What's going on, Grant? What is going on, guys? How's everyone doing? Whoa, 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 whoa. Usually whoa, it's our best friend, Patrick. Oh, this time. <laughs> our best friend, Patrick. I'm sorry. Uh, it's been a day. It's been a day. I feel like I've said friend before, but maybe I'll stick it here. It's best friend, Patrick. That, yeah, that's, you know, fuck the ref, but that I'll, I'll die on this hill. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'll report that to someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to ask this earlier, but do you have a new cast on, Grant? Yeah, I do. Purple to what, yellow is what, my, is that normal? I thought from... I thought you just, <laughs> just have a cast on and then it comes off oh. and then you're done. Yep, why'd you have to get a new cast? It got wet. Why'd you? I, you mean Ooh. you got your? You cast got it wet. wet. It, the moisture <laughs> got into it. So. Yeah, from the air. <laughs> yeah, it was, was it you made outside recently? <laughs> You shower. You have to like put a plastic bag on it when you shower. It just like stopped. You stopped caring about your health. I stopped putting a plastic bag on. So like I didn't get water like directly on it, but you know, like you're kind of in a hot, steamy shower and kind of got moist. You're relaxed and you just <laughs> doing some shampoo. No, I mean I didn't get water directly on it. I it was like I'm just showering and like. I don't how do put you it know? in a bag. Like, like, Doesn't so dry. it gets wet. And, and then, then it's happens? like gross. Yeah, it's just like kind of sticky and you're like, uh, it's like, it doesn't dry. So you got to, you go, hey, can we fix this? Did you just go yeah, back to the doctor or something? Yeah, I wanted to see the doctor, but the person who casted my arm did not know what the hell. She was doing. <laughs> she had no idea. She like started casting it up, and then she's like, "Huh? Oh, she's like, how like long was the previous cast? Like, did it go here? Here? I was like, uh, I think like right here. And then she's like, oh, and uh, who like casted like what? I was like, what last time? Like, what do they do? I was like, well, they actually set my arm. They like cast it, and then they like set my arm, and like do like." alarms <laughs> like went up like in her head she's like what oh and there, there's the her colleague that was in the room when i walked in left and the rest of the time she kept on like looking like wa- <laughs> like wanting someone to come back into the room like she was just and then she is like trying to do this and she's like was it like this like and then she's like oh clarence who's like doctor he's like clarence is here maybe we maybe we should have seen the, the doctor, I'm sure you probably could have seen him. And then she's like going back to the thing. And then she's like being frantic. And like, she's like, she's like, Oh, don't tell anyone. Like I'm, I'm doing it like this. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> she's yeah. Yeah. It was like, so moral of the story. If your cast gets wet, just air dry it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get a fan, but I probably could have just. I I think I felt. I thought it was wetter than it was. You know, just just slow roast in the oven. You know, yeah. <laughs> just go to the the pool. Could go to the tanning booth, tanning salon. Yeah, just the arm. Just, just the just arm the one arm. Yeah. Well, Imagine it's a nice a, yellow a cast now. tan. Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, I think because of how 
yellow it is, like people who I don't even really see. So like people in my Spanish class and I started joining this cohort. Like people who I've talked to like once or twice, like, oh, you got a new cast? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I like, think it's because it's so bright yellow, you know? Did you get to pick your color? Yeah, I mixed it up. Say, so I want yellow. If I did purple, I don't think anyone would have said nope. anything. You should have gotten. I like, would have not. You know, you were on the same color, like a swirl. Like, could you ask for alternating tape, please? Tie dye. You could. When Make I broke my cast, when I was younger it was on my birthday so it was in november <laughs> and he did a Man. green and then he did stripe with red for christmas oh that was nice of him <laughs> yeah that was kind of, that was kind of nice wow what a time of the year yeah speaking of goddamn christmas grant what are we talking about today um speaking of christmas 420 what do you mean uh, yeah um, oh, wrong holiday <laughs> Well, today we are talking about It's a Wonderful Life. It's a 1946 American Christmas fantasy drama produced and directed by Frank Capra based on the short story and booklet The Greatest Gift, which Philip Van Doren Stern self-published in 1943, blah, 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 blah. Um, it stars James Stewart as George Bailey, a man who has given up on his personal dreams in order to help others in the community and whose thoughts of suicide on Christmas Eve brings about the intervention of his guardian angel, Clarence Oddbody. And I know we read the synopsis before we watched it, and largely it's not about the guardian angel intervening. It's largely about George Bailey's life. Um you don't suicide is not really a central theme in this movie um until the end um but what do you guys think you guys it ended you know the credits are rolling what tears are rolling how's your how's your heart how's your heart guys gold my heart's gold. coming out of my chest man i it's beautiful i really like this film and i think it goes to show you again how last week rolled it number 25 i think i can i think that's right yes you know, uh, pretty high up uh, black and white something i've never heard of 46 never heard of 46 it did not feel like 46 at all not only is it is there audio so it's not like it's a talkie right so it is a talkie the i'm always amazed like the film quality um because of the restorative act, like they've always used 35 millimeter film and their original capturing, like digitalizing methods or capturing methods was not great. So when you watch some older films, you're like, this looks like ass, but if they have the original negatives, which they most likely do, or they try to find them, um, then they can create like a 4k, um, copy. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what I saw because it was like, fucking i mean it's just you would never be able to tell on quality that is was made in 1946 the colors are a little wonky but like you like i'm not like are the colors even wonky or is it just like is that how things are colored back then did you watch a colored one yeah there were two versions yeah you watched technicolor that's that's strike one 
Really? Okay. Strike I, one, my dude. Not nah, well, well. Actually, the the technology is called Technicolor. I, I assume because it's known for wonkier colors. Uh, one of the films most known for its Technicolor is The Wizard of Oz because it starts in black and white, and then it's kind of like I assume I didn't see this color version, but I assume it's kind of like fantastical colors in a way, a little. Oh no, they were dull, vibrant. No, huh? they were actually duller. Oh, interesting. I feel like they were dull. Okay, maybe it wasn't yeah. technical color. But uh, I liked it better because it was usually things are vibrant and this was like more muted. Is it? Is this like watching um, dubbed anime? Um, I, I'd say I, so. I wouldn't call it uh, maybe that. Why not? I mean, do, well, I say I, I think there's similar, different ways very to do similar. it. And sometimes it it works and sometimes it doesn't work. But I think in this film from the reception that I read that people seem to really enjoy the, the original black and white with even there was some sort of clip with like Jimmy Stewart telling Congress um, regarding this film. He said, I tried to look at the colorized version, but I had to switch it off. It made me feel sick um, because it made me feel sick. Yeah, remember, it made me feel sick. <laughs> And Sick. Sort of dramatized version. Kind of like reminds me of like Nicolas Cage. A little bit, yeah. Kind of feels sick. Yeah, feel you guys like <laughs> makes me feel sick, eh? <laughs> um, because it seemed like this movie, like some other movies we watched before, bombs at the box office, just not impressive, not making a mark, and it falls into this public domain many, many, many years later where a network can show this movie for free. They don't have to pay anyone. There's no royalties. And it picked up an incredible amount of popularity. Do, and Do you know yeah. what network and when that happened? I had no idea about any of that. So yeah, it wasn't either. successful. And then it fell in a free public domain and yeah. it's a cult classic. So it seemed like other networks, I don't I don't know specifically who, they might have been different back then, but they were trying to compete with uh, some other networks during Christmas time when they were showing kind of these big, uh, well-produced, expensive Christmas films that were newer. And they're like, well, shit, how are we going to compete against this? Let's, oh, there's this public domain Christmas movie. Kind of, um, and we'll put this on, and it really took off, and I think a lot, a lot of people like this movie now, but wasn't always. Had you guys case. seen this before? No, I've never heard any of the lines. I've never heard the name. I've seen maybe a, a third. Huh. Very no real remembrance of of watching it though. As a okay. child or like recently? No, as a in college, as actually one of my student. friends, her fam it was like her family loved it and watched it, I think, every year on Christmas. Yeah, I mean it's it is it was wonderful. It was great. I, I thought it was it was like a Christmas carol meets uh Click, which is one of my favorite movies. And I thought they did an incredible job with um, the story. You know, he's this guy that just by happen of he's not like a great guy. I don't think he's he's kind of the super altruistic uh, 
unbelievable character, but he's like, yeah, I'll just do the right thing. And he's always giving up on his dreams to what he wants to do. And it just kind of, you see it slip away from him or his happiness slip away from him over uh, the course of many years. And solely think, because yeah. of self-sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, I just, what, why am I even here? You know, because these stupid fucking kids, <laughs> like I got this dumb, this shitty house. Like, what, what, what did I work all these years for? This sucks. I wanted to travel. I want to make and things. like. There's like a scene that was like particularly hard is like when the first time the bank is like being default or defaulting on their money, and everyone comes in, and like all these people who he's like helped with their mortgages don't, don't really care at first like they're like give us your money give us the money like i'm out you know um, oh in the in the middle kind of in like the middle before, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. 324 dollars or whatever yeah and he wanted like, oh, it all take my 200 bro <laughs> yeah and you're like dude i mean how shitty does it feel in that case where like you know you you feel like you're not appreciated too you know and that's your honeymoon money bro like i mean he doesn't know where his wife is he's like lost track of time he's just trying to put aside like everything just so he can like help these people get by yeah yeah yeah. he's just trying to like look out for them and what they need for the next next couple of weeks because they've trusted him with their money so he's trying to do right by them by you know giving them what he has so they can survive in the short term. Yeah. I I think he, I I like the realistic part of it where it's always, it's not about, Oh, I'm going to dedicate my entire life to this bank and loan and helping people. It's, it's kind of pushing it off just after periods of time. You're like, all right, well shit. Okay. I'll be here for a couple more years and then I'll get the chance or shit. Okay. I really didn't want to get married. That's kind of messing with my plans, but all right, finally got married. Finally, we go on the honeymoon. Bro. Yeah. And it's just this everlasting continual pushing of things until you realize, oh my God, it was, it's too late. I can't, I can't leave now. I can't travel. It's like a, that's like typical kind of like midlife crisis, mm-hmm. right? You're like, what that what slipped away. I was going to do great things. Um, just one additional comment about the defaulting piece was is also an interesting piece of history after the Great Depression, right? Like if, you know, when the stock markets like crashed and you're trying to, there was a time not that long ago when this film was made when you would go to your bank and there's just nothing, right? <laughs> like you just lost everything you owned because it wasn't backed. Um, and so, like, it's just interesting to see, like, a small nugget of that history. Like, they're really, like, because you're thinking about, like, who would go to, like, Potter for, like, half of their money on the dollar? Like, it's insane. And then you're like, well, it's not insane because it was very a real possibility that they could have just lost it all, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing was insured. So it was just poof, gone. First come, yeah. first serve. We will empty out the vault. And if you get here, you might get a couple bucks. Might and get if you shit, get here late, you're out of luck. But he made it $2 and they closed the door. 
yeah, they fornicated in the, in the vault like uh, rabbits and multiplied. <laughs> like rabbit. Yeah, I thought I thought some of the writing was was pretty good too. I mean, it, it, I was I was laughing, I was crying, I was I was all over the place because it, it start like the first half. I actually watched it in two parts because this week's been a little a little wonky, but and you still enjoyed it. I did. I was like, this is good. I was I was pleasantly surprised after the first half, and I was like, I. It's better than my expectations. And then I thought the last half really delivered um, an impactful message. And it was sweet because I could see how maybe like if you turn this into some cheesy Hallmark film, like he's kind of contemplating that suicide. And then maybe the angel would come in and things would be like resolved like pretty quickly. Like, oh, you, you, you need to see your life this way. And. I don't know, a lot more cheesy, but it just felt real. I mean, they went through everybody's life and how he affected them and if he wasn't there and it uh it was even very truthful. Yeah, even just the angel jumping into the water first. You know, that's like the a creative little twist, you know. Like mm-hmm. usually it's like, you know, comes up as a friend, puts the arm on the shoulder. You've got more to live for, buddy. You got more to live for. But the angel's just like, swan dive. So yeah, yeah jumped right in there. <laughs> yeah. Because he, Clarence knew what a, what was required, you know. What strings to pull. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. That, during that whole thing, like, I think he's kind of, <laughs> I realized he's kind of just drunk, like, seeing all this too, I think. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. hammered. Well, See, maybe. I thought he would, I mean, he must be a good swimmer. Because if you're hammering, you dive into freezing water, <laughs> I think I'd die. <laughs> I think I drowned. Clarence probably gave him a little bit, you know, angel, <laughs> angel, angel energy. Dust. Yeah, angel dust. I did want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe if it was the rules of the universe, because kind of things disappeared, maybe he became undrunk when he was witnessing the change of events. But that still means if he went back to real life, he'd be drunk. But he I think was he was too happy to. I still like, think he was drunk <laughs> in the, in the kind of flashbacks the, or really altered universe. Yeah, I think he was drunk the whole time. Like he was sobering up as it went. I don't know because I thought, you know, the fact that his like the blood disappeared. Oh, maybe you know, you know like I thought like he's his physical. I don't know. Ailment. He didn't. He but there was a comment. And I don't. I'd have to go back. I don't remember. He's like, what did um. Martini put in those drinks like and I don't know if that was before or after Clarence did like the flip. Yeah, maybe you're right because like the blood disappearing for because he's saying like I'm an angel. I'm here to help you because he he hasn't given him that idea yet of like, oh, what if I I wish I was never wish I was never born. (laughs) Or like I'm more I'm worth more dead than alive. Yeah. Um, Because that was an interesting spin on it, too. You thought I mean, I didn't know we mentioned the suicide part and I thought, Oh, he's just going to be sad. Like with his yeah, life no, and yeah. kill himself, but he's actually like this, like it's, it plays it's the only way out. It's like, um, what the, what's the word? Like it, uh, it adds up too, because like, that's a George Bailey thing to mm-hmm. do, like yeah. to kill himself for the 15 grand. So, you know, the company stays afloat. <laughs> right. Thanks. Stays afloat. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, it's just on character. For, for him. Yeah. Dude, when Uncle um, Harry 
lost the eight grand. Uncle Billy. I was like, Uncle Billy. I, I was getting real life anxiety. I'm like, you didn't think that squirrel was going to help him find it? Oh, man. I was... I, I, that was an alarming scene. Yeah, the squirrel crawls on his arm. I read, I have no idea the authenticity, but someone said, like, in, in one edit, the squirrel actually, like, takes the money. Uh, like, Potter doesn't take it. Like, the squirrel uh, takes it. And that's why they had a squirrel in, in, a, in a later scene when he crawls up on his arm. But I don't know if I'd like they, that better. Or I don't worse. think so. Yeah, I, I like the original. I, you know, I thought like, um, like the Potter's sidekick. Like, I I thought at some point he was kind of not his side. The guy who was pushing him around like on the wheelchair. I thought at mm-hmm. some point he was gonna like. I mean, how do you have to be just as shitty as Potter to like keep your mouth shut when you have someone like breaking down, being like, "We lost the eight grand," you know, like. I'm going to be forced to shut down. Like I'm worth more dead than alive. And then he's, they're both just sitting there like horrible, horrible people. Yeah. Just no redeeming qualities. Just super villain. I mean, they no. don't have the money. The, the one <laughs> we mean they do the, the underlings, but they know where no, the money is. Like she, yeah, he's, does, like, do they know Potter took the eight thousand dollars? Yeah, the yeah, guy who's pushing him around on the wheelchair. Yeah, because then he's like, "Wait, put me back out." Remember? And then he looks back out, and he was looking to see that Uncle Billy was like frantic with the money. I, I mean, I know they looked again. I don't, I don't know if he was aware of it. It's just kind of in his newspaper or whatever that package was. He like opened it, and then he, he was like, he was like rifling through the cash. Maybe. I'd be pretty confident that the guy that knew. they knew. Okay, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like outright said, but like it seems like be, you had to have known. Yeah, you know everything that Potter's you're the wheelchair got his sure. little <laughs> claws wrapped around. One re- redeeming thing about Quinn just said it. One redeeming thing about Potter was Powersville looked lit, bro. Like, <laughs> like I was like, damn, dude, Powersville, what's up? Look at all your clothes. Like, it looks lively. Like, I want to live in Pottersville, man. Let's go. Turned it into Las Vegas, man. It's he really did. Dime a dance. Dime a dance. I wonder if that was, it was like a, maybe that's, was it like a reference of a city or Las Vegas or something? It's just, because, yeah, it's just like gross entertainment. It's yeah. like, but it wasn't that great. I mean, maybe our, In the our 40s. world has like, yeah, has like gone, it's like dancing and like, you're like, okay. And like music and drinks. Is that all debauchery? Is that all sin? Would you want to live in the middle of those if you had a, a family? Um, well, <laughs> it's kind of a trick question um, because if you're saying it's, I mean, I think I just it just brings a lot me. of unruly. I mean, you get drunk people. Uh, it's it. There's a place for it. And maybe it's doesn't belong in. Was it Bedford Falls? Falls. Bedford Falls. It's Bedford Falls. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, very- I mean, as a as a mid twenty year old, yeah, that the place looks great. <laughs> Shout out yeah, to old maid Mary. Just looking. That's the 
just saddest. I don't think you can say that anymore. I know she looked <laughs> fine. She was like, "That's a she looks cute." Like yeah. she would probably get asked at, like if she worked at the library. I don't know if anyone goes to the library now, but like that one life's not strong. over. Yeah, you shouldn't be ashamed to be seen because you're. How old was she? Like twenty eight, thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, right. She was twenty eight. Was an old maid, and he's like, "Grant's like, no, you can't see her." Clarence, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's I don't too think much. I haven't heard those words in a while. Like old maid, spinster. Um, it's weird. I'm. I looked up the words, and some article popped up with actress Emma Watson talking about being a single thirty-year-old woman and she calls instead of calling herself single she uses the word self-partnered okay bio break why did you share that with us uh because i was trying to figure out if there's any difference between old maid and spinster no i can't go back in time post post production (laughs) old um so back to the movie um (laughs) Yes, I thought it was beautiful. Um, you know, why why Tom Sawyer? Any any ideas there? Or is that just random? You know, that uh, why it did, can't be random. Well, I didn't so think like, about it, you, though. that's the book that Clarence left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's like a super famous quote from Mark Twain. What what was the quote? Oh, is the, like the 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 it's like the friends are the wealth. oh you'll. You'll never be poor if you're rich in friendship yeah. or something like that. I think okay, that's a really famous Mark Twain quote. Okay, so that all makes sense then. Yeah, thank you. So. My first impression was it was something about like adventuring as a child or like going on adventure. Doesn't Mark Twain or Tom, Tom Sawyer, Sawyer and Huckleberry go Finn? on adventures oh, on like a raft and shit? Mm-hmm. So. And they get into all sorts of trouble and then find out it's better at home. Oh, I really? I think so, yeah. And he really finds out that he doesn't like Huckleberry Finn at all. He's kind of an asshole. Is that his friend? <laughs> Huckleberry. I think the story is called The Adventures of Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. And I think it's... Um, no, I think there's The Adventures of Choice Tom Sawyer, and then there's a different book called Huckleberry Finn. Maybe I am just... Which is more about... I think Huckleberry Finn is more about just Huckleberry Finn and... His like the black dude that he runs away with. Mm. Right? Adventure is a theme across many of these, so maybe I am just blending them all. No man is a failure who has friends. Yeah, what's who? Which comes from the movie? Mark Twain also looks like Einstein. Not I think there's something Mark about Twain. being. Okay. I think there's so something about Mark being crazy haired and. Whatever, looking like that, that just makes you famous forever. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought that that ending was spectacular. There was a lot going on. I think they pulled it off well. Give a shout out any side character. You know, who whoever who do you who pulled at the heartstrings the most that was dropping cash in front of him? That's good. I mean, obviously, I think the the top person is is the brother Harry. You know, he's got the doing the toast. He's like to my 
Brother George, you know, the richest man in town. That one's great. I liked the 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 actual old black maid who had the hilarious line. <laughs> She's like, I've been saving this money for a divorce if I ever get married. married. <laughs> uh, she was great. Um, Anna or something. I I liked Gower, the pharmacist. Mm-hmm. I thought his story was strong. It's kind of more of a full circle too, because that's one of the first people you see. Shocked he was still alive. Yeah, he, it, he him was and a Potter too. Like, like thirty <laughs> years ago, the and they're still alive. I mean, if you're the druggist, you know, you just keeping yourself alive. <laughs> it's true. I don't think I liked Violet, or maybe I just I didn't really see her story that well. Oh yeah, like. By him being around, she didn't go to New York because if she went to New York, then she would have gotten in trouble with the police. It, I, I, Mary probably didn't like George hanging around by him. <laughs> I was wiping yeah. lipstick off. I don't know. Yeah. What about you guys? Mm. Do you have a, a favorite? Or at least favorite. Honestly, just shout out to Mary, just the homemaker. She yeah. she knew something was up and went and rallied the troops to protect her man. Roasting those chickens or the open fire on their honeymoon after George spent all that money. Uh, with the record player, you know, being the uh, rotisserie. It was just, uh, you know, that's the most uh, romantic evening you could have. Shout out. Yeah, they were a power couple. Yes. Yeah. Always working at the office, and she was redoing the drafty house and having barn. kids. <laughs> yeah. and, and she was like doing like the board stuff. And yeah, the one um, when they first, like, uh, I don't know, got together mm-hmm. in her house. That was like the weirdest makeout session. <laughs> They're like, they like, it's just weird. They're All like the kisses were weird. Necks, but they're like, they're not like kissing. Open mouth. No, but they're not even kissing lips. They're like rubbing cheeks and like, like a dog. Kind of kissing their neck. And like, it's just it's interesting. Maybe primal. It's maybe lip to lip action is, is not suitable for the big screens back then. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe it's too raunchy. Do you think this was like a. I don't know. Like came out yes. after World War II. Came out like Yes, I don't know. to all your questions. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> it's just going to be a uh, you know, uplifting countries in a place of like Actually, it's probably booming. And they're just showing that life is worth I don't know. I just feel like, like it's kind of weird. But if it's based I, on a short story written during World War II, so I guess it's a little different. It's not after. I thought it was a little anti-suicide. Like it almost felt like a little like uh, anti-suicide film. Had like some God is great messaging. Yeah, it's a little bit like pray hard for him. Yeah, you know. I, we were I just also said, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna mention Mary again. I liked them. I like that scene where they they were getting. I mean, together for the first time because 
I think it kind of complemented the, the travel aspirations. Like, I mean, he wasn't interested in a woman like, you know, it's great, but it's going to get in the way of things. I forgot it. He had some sort of line where like, I wanted to do what I want to do or something. And I think by having a, a relationship it really pulls you down a notch. But also he was taking a stroll past her house and like, like messing with her gate. Years ago, he said he'd lasso down the moon for her. Yeah, that was so cute when she had the sign too and she put it up. And she painted it. Yeah. What is this? (laughs) Yeah, grumpy. He was, he was like, when he was grumpy, he was, he was a dick, man. Horrible. Smashed all his kids' (laughs) shit or whatever. Yeah, they don't really. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of recent movies, but I mean, I, I thought it was a good portrayal. Of just you know, you just come home from work or something, you're just pissed and you're upset, you're angry, you get drunk at the bar. I don't know. It's it's not sometimes not as simple. I feel like in in recent things, people are very like make it more complex than it needs to be yeah i you know i like that i like that you pointed that out too it's like that it's i think a reason why this film um is so effective is because it's very human like the characters are very realistic you have mr what's his name gower mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. he was he lost his wife and he was an alcoholic right you don't see that portrayed that often. If you do, I think it's over dramatized and they're mm-hmm. like the main character or something like in a film. Um, this is like, he almost, <laughs> and the then dog. he almost, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And then this guy, he almost kills someone. He's then he gets sober. Right. Like, um, he, you know, had the realization. He's like, I can't kill like, a kid. I almost killed a kid. You know, this is, and then he was, he was sober and, uh, turned his life around and there's like a lot of small things like that where um it's just it's just realistic uh and you know there's i think uh the the human quality of things is is often lost i feel like it's is not shown that often in hollywood films you know and i think a reason why like I would almost attribute some of the qualities that we saw in this film to um, the before sunset or sunrise um, trilogy where it's just everyone's flawed, you know, to a degree Um, people make mistakes, people fuck up and that's doesn't, you know, (laughs) there's no ultimatum. So there shouldn't be an ultimatum because of that. And it, and in set in the message at the end is like, instead of like, running away from us, like embracing the community and like asking for help too, you know, mm-hmm. like you help others. It's okay to ask for help yourself. It's kind of nice. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Mr. Gower's got your back. You get his back. You didn't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. He remembers. It's beautiful. Yeah. Damn, I can't believe this was such a, I mean, a miss. I mean, the studio yeah, closed down after this film was made. I mean, it was, director that frank capra basically stopped making films and i don't think like donna reed who played mary i don't really think she was in much after this she had great hair the whole time the kids did too (laughs) just like cool little 
Like, what was the little girl's name who had the fever? Like, Zaza or something? Zuzu? Zuzu. It's probably Susan. Um, her hair was so cute and she was in bed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what was going on with her hair, but it was just cute. Yeah. It's like, a, like a ring on top of it that was, it was just funky. <laughs> Let her flower drink some water. Mm-hmm. Needs a drink. Needs a drink. Uh, Dang. Yeah, I'm trying to think of things. What did I not like? I I don't know, man. It was an enjoyable watch. Did you like the way he talked? He'd be like, well, hello. Hello. <laughs> Hot dog. <I> Yeehaw. <laughs> Yeehaw. Yeehaw. No, it's Yeehaw. Sorry. Yeehaw. Come on, subtitles, bro. I, I did have a mind. Um <laughs> I thought in a way this was kind of like the original Back to the Future in a way, some aspects, you know? It definitely is paralleled by, well, it's not like a, it's the earliest we've seen, you know, but it's not a unique. uh, Yeah, it feels familiar. I mean, like a sort of look back at life. Yeah, it's the happened in like another Christmas movie. Well, Christmas Carol is like the opposite. It's it's basically like if you had Potter as the main character, and the ghost. I've of never Christmas seen past, the Christmas Carol. Are you spoiling it right now? You've never seen. I mean, do you know what the Christmas Carol a Christmas Carol is about? I know Scrooge. That's all I know. Scrooge. Yeah. With you can Carl spoil Dickens. it. It's alright. It, there's I no. It's... I mean. <laughs> Hundred years old or something. Wait, wait, isn't what? What does he say? Like hum, 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 or something? Bah humbug. Bah ha, bah humbug. Yeah. Bah ha ha. <laughs> I said humbug. No, that's the Brazilians. <laughs> ja ja ja. Bah humbug. Uh, no, the the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future come visit him, and eventually, you know, he sees the errors of his ways, and then at the end, he's kind of like George, where he's like super ecstatic, uh, and he's buying like a buys because the one family the cratchit family they're like poor and they can't afford a christmas dinner and at the end he buys them a big turkey or something are are you as like um taken away (laughs) pat that that quinn knows so much about a christmas carol i'm like (laughs) is not something i I feel like we had to read it in high school quinn's like yeah but that's fucking high school bro like reciting the whole it must have like really like hit a note with you cratch it well it was it was and you've never seen this movie interesting Mm -hmm. interesting quinn do you relate charles to mick scrooge or whatever his name is scrooge mick humbug I think I relate to all these characters where, you know, the Grinch. Well, the Grinch. I, what's the Grinch's what are you main implying motive here, Grant? <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm not the Grinch. What is the Grinch's <laughs> motive, though? He wants to kill Christmas. He wants to ruin Christmas. <laughs> okay, that's a little far. I'm the Grinch. I, I don't like the characters that are evil for evil's sake. But I, I think. Does the Grinch come around? Yeah, yeah his heart turns his heart. to gold or whatever. It becomes the Grinch too. too. Yeah, the Grinch does. Yeah, the end. Wow. The Grinch. It's a Christmas, Christmas movie, Grant. Yeah, I you did. See, this movie was not really a Christmas movie either. It is about gratitude. So if you don't get any presents, yeah. you can still appreciate your friends. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of in the same vein as Die Hard, this, this, where people say, oh, I mean, Die Hard's the biggest stretch, where it's a drama plot just happening. <laughs> I was thinking more of like thematically, like gratitude, friendship, family. It's a good movie for like the holiday season when you're like among loved ones. So you can kind of look at what you have and like yeah. be grateful. Die Hard I don't have happens on Christmas. Yeah. A Thanksgiving movie. What about Give, National Lampoon? Thanks. We saw that, Quinn. How does this compare to National Lampoon? Which one? The, the Christmas the, one. National uh, Lampoon uh, Christmas Turkey? Christmas Vacation? Yeah. <laughs> um, Remember? We saw it. Yeah, I'm thinking. No, I'm just... I have a... a clip I wasn't know. didn't they have like too many christmas lights and then they plugged it in and like i don't i don't think we're old enough for, for christmas vacation you know i think part of that is just the hilariousness of you know hosting and like dealing with like crazy family members and i remember i didn't like it that much and then my mom yelled at oh. me and she said what the hell is wrong with you guys i listened to your christmas vacation review oh, because she's <laughs> we haven't experienced it maybe yeah, I mean, to, to her and my dad, it's like gospel. I mean, it's like, yep, that's that's a classic. And we kind of were a bit more dismissive of it. A lot. A, bit. <laughs> a lot. Of Worst movie I've ever seen. On. So I like I had, this one a lot more. I had a few people, tell, they watched The Power of the Dog. It was like a popular one. I had like people, like family members and friends were like, oh, I listen to The Power of the Dog. Did they, so, <laughs> did they agree with our criticisms? Power of the Doggo. Which why Quinn, why you should have just named it Power of the Doggo in our on our podcast. Feed. I'll go I will go on and change it. It's too late now. <laughs> all it's our all late. our listeners already listen. <laughs> um, uh, um so I like this one a lot more. Christmas vacation. Um Yeah, I didn't like that one at all. <laughs> you could get roasted, you gotta be careful. Dude, it doesn't even matter like the the, the topic. It's like the like acting it. is so cheesy and just bad. You're like, this is stupid. It's bad writing. Bad. Tammy's coming for you. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, next time, this is Mikhail. <laughs> next coming. time you see her, you're you're she's you're gonna have words with you. Yeah, and uh, yeah. But I'm surprised. Maybe this movie just doesn't have a lot of quotes. You know, the Christmas Vacation. I think has some some pretty popular quotes that you've probably heard, even if you haven't seen like the what? movie. I've never um, seen it. Let's see. Test. I'm yeah. your, I'm your Guinea pig. Let's go. Let's hear one. Can I, I can look them up. I mean, cause you would hear them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though they're just so popular and they have so many and you just, and like you just remember them too. Yeah. But uh, let's see. All right. I'm pulling it up now. <laughs> Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry. Oh God. I've never heard of this movie before right now, by the way, too. So, Maybe my family just wasn't big into Christmas movies. It's also never seen Christmas Carol. Um, I don't recognize any of this. (laughs) (laughs) I like the the number one is Merry Christmas. Shitter was full. Cousin Eddie. Um, But maybe this this is this website sucks. Let's try. um, Yeah, it's the website's problem. Oh, my God. What's the actor's name? Grant's cash. Got wet Dude. by itself. So websites. Chase. What's his name? Che- Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Wait. 
I hate this guy. Look at it's, this. I just, I just, I can't. I just do not like that guy. <laughs> I, I'm missing something. He looked just like a I guy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I think he's uh, like jelly, he's like, like so cheesy over the top. Quinn's got know? one. Quinn's got one. Like, Let's have you see. ever heard anyone talk about like getting a, a a jelly of the month club membership? Not once in my jelly entire. of the month. Je- jelly of the month. Grant's never heard of it either. He's seen the movie. <laughs> like, I, I, what? That was when he was talking to his boss the whole time, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna get out like Christmas bonuses." And he was so excited because he's like, he put the down. He's like, I already put the pay- down payment on the pool, and all the kids were excited. And he's and then <laughs> the Christmas bonus came, and he opened it, and it was a Jelly of the Month Club membership. So we just got like peach jam, and then next month it's like a new jelly every month. He's like, "What?" That's a nice gift, though. Honestly, like if you weren't told it, you're getting a gift. Well, they were told they were getting a gift. Just in hindsight, like you could have redone a gift and like done something different. You know, like the boss reflected. You know, spontaneous gift of jelly of the. All right, so maybe it's not. I forgot how you know scenarios. Yeah, he's on the roof. You know, he's got all the lights. The dinner scenes. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry for hating again. You know, I just think it's not my type of movie. It's cheesy, but it's lighthearted. Well, you're a homeowner now, not, Grant. So we're not even. <laughs> we're not even the movie about? we're talking about this week. <laughs> I think we ran out of things life. to say. It it was just wonderful. You know, we life. all enjoyed it. It was just wonder. It was it's a wonderful life. Oh, I did. Wonderful. I mean, I mean, it was great. It was. I think I had one note about like some uh, scenes were a bit like fast. Like it seemed like the pacing seemed a little off in the beginning, but the beginning just seemed a little. It took me a little bit to get on the ride. Yeah, I liked. I liked all the characters. I liked the message. I was. I was emotional. I haven't been emotional for a movie in a long time. It's not even sadness. That ending, man, that was that hit me. I don't think I've. I don't know. Yeah, it's it was a whole time. It was. It was good. All right, boys. Well, anyhow, is it? Is it? Is it about that time? The Gene Q patented review where we decide whether the true rating of It's a Wonderful Life is over or under the IMDb rating. And oh my God, we we got a hun- we got four hundred forty four thousand votes, um, and we're sitting at an eight point six. Eight point six. I mean, you look at that wow. uh, distribution. You know, usually a lot of things we see are uh, there's a lot of Eight sevens are the majority, but this is top down. You know, tons of tens, tons. Of course, there's are there ones? There are one. Yeah, those are Russian trolls. So it's fine. Yeah, Russian farm. I'm going over bold. It's not INDB scale. It's Patrick scale. And Patrick would have this at least to like a nine three. I'm gonna go over as well. Was I thought it was great. I've been thinking about it ever since I watched it. And again, you know, sometimes we watch some of these older movies. Oh, that was tough to get through. But this was this was a treat.
was no treasure of the Sierra Madre. See, yeah, (laughs) you think it was better than that? I like that one. I think I said it was that one too. Yeah, but just for you guys, six is is up there, you know. Um, I'll go over. Yeah, (laughs) that was a he's such a fraud. (laughs) He's pulling back, he's pretending like. I thought you know it's it's yeah it was it's good it's good um just really well done um great messaging and I don't know it's like sweet I feel like I could watch it it's almost like calming in a way I feel like old movies like are kind of like calming in a nice way you know it's like not overwhelming you're just kind of like you're almost like reading a book you know it's like cozy it's like cozy watching right except that part that gave you a physical anxiety after losing the money thought i had physical (laughs) who is eight thousand dollars in their wallet in 1947 that just i mean they don't have (laughs) what else are you gonna put it on like a check your brinks truck oh take the liability out of your personal self and give it just a, a courier oh yeah yeah they deserve to you the know. squirrels they were they were doomed they, they were a right. small business potter was right they were run a bad business that <laughs> from an operation perspective he should not be doing that yeah That's if he's for he was so forgetful too i'm like why would you give it to him anyways that, was, that did give me so anxiety yeah. but uh guys do you think we are just it's a. Uh, you think we are more likely to say like over after from like a genuine movie after watching all those like Oscar fake movies too? I know we had war games in the mix, but like like feeling like so, so. manipulated the in Coda. between woke yeah, like, movies and just a simple nice movie. So that's why authentic like, human experience. I don't think I don't think so. I think I think if if this was an under, we would have gone under. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's why we still haven't updated our list on gkreview.com is because the fluctuations more often than not are not good movies replacing it's new movies getting hot for a second yeah recency bias and um it's yeah i i I think i don't know it's it's we talked about like one one theme that is just kind of disappointing to me is I think like the lack of new content, like, like create, like instead of remakes and like right now it's like, Oh, you got all these algorithms I'm sure that are running and they're figuring out like, Oh, this is, this should be successful. Like we're not going to lose money on this. Like it looks like, you know, it checks all these boxes and this many people liked the first one in La La and there's this many movies in the series. And uh, it's like, Mark, I'm Mark, sure they're running Mark, all this. Yeah. The mm-hmm. good. Iron Man. But also Spider-Man, like, what am I, Iron I mean, Man. this was based off of a short story. So, um, but also, I mean, adaptation. the algorithms wouldn't have worked for this one. Unsuccessful. No. Just a flop. The focus yeah. groups thought that he should have just actually died. Yeah. They wanted pot. They wanted to live in Pottersville. <laughs> Did you guys uh, know? Yeah. Shout out to IMDb. IMDb is owned by Amazon. Did you guys know that? I don't think I knew that. I clicked on IMDb Pro at the top just for fun. Take it to Amazon Prime or something? Um, it, you still have to pay, but like, if you just click on it, it's like logging with your Amazon account. And I was like, 
Jeff, you got to get your dirty little paws out all these real businesses. You know, I want my brick and lender, building and mortar. Brick and mortar. No, what was the company that uh, George? Bank and loan? Yeah, I want my bank and loans to stand on their own feet. Not Potter. Yeah, Potter's taking over. Yeah. Um, Just because I forgot to talk about last week. And we were, I was just thinking about you and you talk about things that skewed and like original movies and blah, blah, blah. And, and this one wasn't a hit in the box office. It got me thinking. Um, I usually go um, pretty all out during the Cleveland International Film Festival. And I didn't this year because it was this the first time it was in person. They switched from Tower City to Playoff Square, blah, blah, blah. But I did spend a day. I took a day off and I spent a day at the at, at the film fest. I watched three films and I disliked all of them. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Usually, usually Power one of the dog like, style. <laughs> no, Power of the Dog is better than these. Um, oh, okay. They were like, I, I don't know. I, maybe not. They're they're okay. Um, it was like a documentary, which was like uh, it could have been twenty minutes long. It was an hour and a half. It was like a kid movie, which was like fantastical, but like, eh. and the last one had the most. Uh, I don't know. Potential. Did you not make it into any of them? Like, was were any like? Remember, I remember when oh, we went. No, it was not. Yeah, right. So like. Uh, I I tried to tell you know my housemate Casey I was like he was going on the last Saturday I was like dude I mean good luck you know because when yeah. we went it's like insane I don't know Very if it's crowded. because Playoff Square or whatever not crowded at all yeah he said it was not crowded at all on the last Saturday of the film fest I'm like what the fuck normally it's in insane. Yeah, you have to like did, get to the line early so that you could make. They only have so many. You can seats. even get a ticket. Yeah, yeah. Well, so the one there's a few factors. I think like new locations, so people are like testing it out. People aren't buying passes yeah. to see how it works. And then the theaters themselves are stages, so there's a lot more seating than a movie theater. Did he watch the same films as you? No, they don't play. Like we went on different days. So, oh, different days. Different. Did your parents go the day you went? Yeah, I went with my mom because she's been going and taking me as did, a kid. Did she share your uh, share a yeah, similar opinion? They were all. Yeah, she was she, her. So, like, they give you little ratings one through four, like one star to four stars um, for each movie you watch, and she gave them all like goods, so threes, three out of fours. And she said she gave that because we didn't have like that was like the only day we went. But yeah. like if we saw a good movie, then the other two falling would have been two star. You know what I'm saying? I gave yeah, it, I, gave, I gave it a three and then I gave two twos. Um, yeah, there's yeah. nothing you we didn't yeah. watch a good one when you don't <laughs> like know. You, like, are there yeah. good ones? Is this the best they got? I guess it's a good <laughs> this one. Yeah. Normally, there's ones that are really good, and Casey said he, the one he saw um, was really good on Saturday. So I still remember the one Weeper or whatever. That trip Which was one? good with the fro- like the frogs Weeper? in the house, like the people who were living in the house. The one that was filmed in Cleveland, and they were like living in the house above. Oh, like living like, in the were, attic. Aren't they kids? No, like they were like eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like fucking with this family, and like, yeah, 
and then it turned it was it was it was a dramatic ride but like you didn't realize that was happening until like midway through the movie yeah the perspective just switched and i was like this makes a lot more sense now they're not going crazy Oh yeah, because it's like it's almost like a it's horror. It's like the, cop, the like, cop is trying to investigate the murder and shit's going wrong in his house life, and you're like, "What's going on here?" What's the name of this? Frogger, maybe. Maybe it's Frogger. Something with frogs. There's I one film that I saw still has stuck. It's like the number one film that stuck with me. I see. The film and I, That's I would called. watch it again. Okay, I see you. Um, I have to relook up the name. I don't know this one name off the top of my head, but it was literally like, I thought it was just as well made as like Requiem for a dream. It was just international and Dang. it was just as fucking dark as Requiem for a dream. Like I'm, I'm reaching the point where I probably would watch it again um, because like the dread and the sadness <laughs> has worn off, but it was yeah. just about, I mean, it's about like a, a girl, that gets addicted to drugs, you know, and it's fucking sad. It's fucking sad. Damn. Well, I would recommend them watching. I'll find that. I'll Grant will find, find the name of the movie. The one I was referencing, I See You, 2019, premiered at South by Southwest. Grant and I watched it at the 2019 Cleveland International Film Festival. Good film. Would recommend it. Chef's kiss. All right, it's it's a wonderful life. I'm glad we all like this one. I was interested in hearing your guys' opinion because I watched it and I was like, I really enjoyed that, but I could totally see maybe you guys not liking it yeah, or just really thinking it was average. I, but yeah, it's interesting. I didn't want to hear you. I was not excited to hear your opinion at all. <laughs> I just want. I was thinking about doing a solo podcast and just uh, <laughs> lying to you, monologuing. No, it's. Not built for that. All right. What are we doing next week, Grant? Next week? What are we doing next oh, week? No. Oh, my God. We are doing Dazed and Confused. Whoa, so what's today, that? Today is 420, and oh. we kind of had a little the debate about what we're going to do next week. And we just rolled, so we thought, let's let's get the themes back going on, you know? Uh, we got out of our little Oscar rut there, which... You know, the best time of the year is Oscar season. Shout out to our sponsors, uh, Will Smith. Um, <laughs> Shut your ass uh, up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so we wanted to, you know, do a stoner film, Dazed and Confused. This is one that, I mean, you hear it, Dazed and Confused. Oh, that's yeah, that's a famous you've film. Heard of. Yeah. Yeah. What is that film? Um, well, what is that film? It's a 1993 American coming of age film written, directed by Rich Richard Linklater. Um, it features an ensemble class of actors who would later become stars. Jason London, Ben Affleck, Mila Jovovic. Jovo, Jovo, yep. Jovovic. Yep. Yep. Cool Hauser. Bob, okay. Matthew McConaughey. Um, All right. It's, uh, it's a cult film. I don't have a good synopsis on here. Yeah, that's it's. It's a film with some people comedy. Yes. Uh, The coming of age film follows the mayhem group, the mayhem of group of (laughs) rowdy teenagers. That's this is what they, this follows the mayhem of group of rowdy teenagers in Austin. So a group of rowdy teenagers. Yes, they Um, were dazed and confused. (laughs) I'm dazed and confused. In Austin, Texas, which is where Matthew McConaughey was born and raised. um, Discovering. 
um, the last day of high school in 1976, the graduating class heads for a popular pool hall and joins an impromptu keg party. Oh, yeah. However, the star football player Randall Pink Floyd has promised to focus on the championship game. (laughs) Randall Pink, they call him Pink Floyd. Uh, Um, He's promised to focus on the championship game and abstain from party. Meanwhile, the incoming freshmen try to avoid being hazed by the Caesar by the seniors, most notably the sadistic bully Fred O'Banion, played by Ben Affleck. All right, I'm I'm a little confused. Uh, <laughs> that was as long as too? the movie. Not itself. yet, not yet. I'll get days a little later. You know. <laughs> For the film, yeah. Um, so it was either Dazed and Confused or Joseph in the Coat of Many Colors, and we went or Harold and with Kumar. Oh, Joseph. the Potterville of the two choices. We uh, left uh, whatever George falls Bailey. place. Yeah, George uh, Bailey falls. doesn't exist, so we we went into the world of vices with uh, Dazed and Confused. I dig it. All right, Dazed and Confused. Well, anything else on Days and Confused? Or if fused and dazed. Fused and, a- fused and aged. No. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, all of our viewers, for watching us live. I We are still having troubles with the, <laughs> Glitch. the view count there, and it says zero. But thank you all for listening. I know, um, you know you're taking time out of your Wednesday evening to watch us live, which we really appreciate. Um, and all of our listeners, thank you for listening um, or watching later. You know, those people exist, too. I'm sure of it. I've been told. I'm, it has to be. Uh, what, if we switched, of them. what if we switch to, like, a morning show you know like quinn wakes oh, up at like 6 a.m yeah. we okay. do like a 9 a.m you know like the on people's the commutes yeah i just joined um well quinn's doesn't live in cleveland but i just joined a co-working space and they have a room that's like a podcast room and they it looks it's like has the mics coming down and it looks like all legit i like want to check it out oh that's pretty cool that we is could pretty do cool. like a if quinn's in town maybe we could do a, a trifecta buy a ticket yeah. Oh, spe- oh, anyways, yeah. thank you all for listening. We'll we'll see you guys next week with Dazed and Confused. In the meantime, you can follow our social media. You can DM us. You can comment on our post. We have a Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at GQ Review, and you also can email us. You can email us about your favorite stoner movie, maybe your favorite strain of weed, maybe your favorite Christmas movie, all of them. We accept all of those. Uh, all you have to do is email us, feedback at GQReview.com. See you guys next week with Dazed and Confused. Peace. Peace. Peace.